0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the One Contrary War Podcast, episode 86. I'm Benjamin Yoder, here to talk to you today about video games. Um... I, I... I had not played a lot of new stuff, unfortunately. Uh, I've been doing a lot of, like, uh, digging around back in my my uh, pile of games that I need to still finish up. Uh, so I finally sat down and finished up Shaman King Master of Spirits 2. If you were around last time, I was playing Shaman King Master of Spirits. If you weren't around, rather. It's like a uh, Castlevania-style uh, Shaman King game. Shaman King being an anime, ga- anime thing um, about this dude who has, like, ghosts in him or something. I don't know. I never watched it. It's uh it's kinda whatever. I forget how I found out about Master of Spirits. Um, but I uh picked up the first one, uh thought it was really interesting. Uh picked up the second one a bit later, which is a bit more expensive. The first one you can get for like five, ten bucks. The second one uh is closer to like uh twenty, thirty dollars, something like that. So I picked up the second one. The second one's actually a lot better of a game, even though the story is pretty god Awful, <laughs> um, um. But yeah, so I, I kind of stopped playing it uh, mainly for two reasons. One, I played Master Spirits and Master Spirits Two back to back, which is always a bad idea for me. One thing I found out when I was a kid was that uh, like if I played a lot of a game uh, or similar types of games kind of back to back, I had a hard time pursuing or, like, continuing to play through all of it, um, so, like, I was super hyped for Mario Kart DS, and I was playing a ton of Mario Kart Super Circuit, and then when I got Mario Kart DS, I didn't play that much Mario Kart DS, uh, and then Animal Crossing, I was super hyped for Animal Crossing, Then I played a bunch of the original Animal Crossing, and then didn't really want to play, or, sorry, I was hyped for Wild World, for, also for the DS, um, and uh, I, I then played a bunch of Animal Crossing for GameCube and then did not play that much Wild world. <laughs> um, so so yeah, it's something I gotta be careful about, but I, was, I wanted to do a video on Master of Spirits, and I still plan to. I have a script pretty much done for it. I'm just kind of shaking out the script right now for it. Um, I wanted to do some um, some more like data mining stuff in relation to ma- Master of Spirits too. Um, and I tried to do some this weekend. I, I basically tried to pull up the graphics files and stuff like that. And uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to figure it out. Uh, i just kind of get this like big mess of sprites that are that are uh, in, entirely in black and white um so clearly i'm missing something i think it might have something to do with the type of compression it's doing i might be uncompressing it with the wrong uncompressor or whatever uh the the thing that i use to look at the file says it's like lz77 compression or something and i think it might not actually be that so i could be wrong i don't really know though it that's the hard thing is that i'm i'm not a knowledgeable person when it comes to data mining i just <laughs> (laughs) use the tools that are out there and hope it works out um so unfortunately I didn't really get where anywhere with that uh, and I probably won't try to implement it in the video I really wanted to see if there is any kind of like leftover Castlevania data because you know the the theory is that that game's based off the uh, Castlevania engine but it doesn't seem like there's any real hard evidence of that as far as I can tell Um, I might go back and look at some old interviews and see if there's any kind of comments based on that. But uh, I think I tried to look up, like, uh, Shaman King game interview stuff and and couldn't find anything. So it it doesn't help that this was also, like, a U.S. only release. Or U.S. and and Europe, I think. Um, So I think it it was just kind of under the radar, kind of came out. They just kind of threw it out on the market and just kind of let it go. Um, So, yeah, but it was... um, I had gotten stuck on like a part where it's like hook yourself, and, and and this is an actual playing the game, not the data mining stuff. Uh, but I had gotten pa- stuck, excuse me, stuck on a part where you like use a grapple hook to, to hook around a, an environment to go get this item out of it. Um, and I I spent a good chunk of time on that and couldn't get it working. I think when I was when I was streaming Shaman King two a long time ago, along alongside sort of our online fatal bullet. Uh, that's that's part of that part was in there and I was just like okay this we're done streaming <laughs> um so I finally finished that room up and then just beat the game um so yeah I, I don't really have any more extensive thoughts on it right now other than I think you know when I do the video I think I have kind of laid out everything I want to say about it in there so so I guess keep an eye out for that that would probably be that will probably be the march video if we keep the, the schedule of one at one every month um so yeah uh, otherwise I did also purchase some, uh, import games. <laughs> I, when I, when I did my last import to get a first kiss story, uh, the, one of the games I bought didn't get shipped in that. So they had to ship that game as well. So I was like, well, let me just stack some other stuff on top of that shipment as well. <laughs> um, so I put a bunch of other games in a, in a shipment. Um, and so I got, a uh, uh, Love and Berry for Nintendo DS, which is like a, uh, Basically, a rhythm game where you dress up your character. Uh, it actually came out, it was originally an arcade game. It actually did come out in the US, but I never played it, unfortunately. Um, and then I also picked up Idol, the Idol Master Live for You, which I think is like a version of Idol Master 2. I've never played an Idol Master before, so it might be completely impenetrable. Um, it's also on the Xbox 360, so I don't know if it is region free or not. I know some Xbox 360 games can play between regions. Um, I think one of the idol masters you can play between regions as well. I just don't remember which ones. So I didn't do my research, but it was cheap enough that I was like, eh, just get a copy and one day I'll figure it out. <laughs> and then I also got a Higarashi Daybreak Portable, which is like a, a Virtuan looking game where you play as little Higarashi kids smacking each other around and stuff. Um, it looks like silly fun. Most of the stuff I got because it was cheap enough that I was just like, eh, just throw this on, throw this on there. So I threw it in there and 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 all was good so nothing really to say about those yet since I haven't actually played any of them but uh at some point I probably will do another like oh here are the games I imported stream because I I did import some games a little while ago uh as well um and then I also realized like some of the Portland Retro Game Show or Portland Retro Game Expo stuff I didn't actually sit down and play either so that's probably something we I should do at some point um see what games I had gotten and then go ahead and put them in. Although for uh, PlayStation two, I don't have a way to play that yet. Although I'm, I'm looking for a, a, um, I'm looking at possibly getting a Japanese PlayStation two. This feels like a very, uh, <laughs> a very straightforward, like Ben update part of the podcast at the beginning. I wish there were some news this week, but I looked around and could not find anything of value. <laughs> um, there was that like, uh, that article about um it's like some Overwatch player who was like a f- like they were like a fake player or something. They it was like one of the other players like pretending to make a new player that was also a female, and and then people called called them out on it. And it sounds like there's like a lot of drama and stuff around that stuff. But I I'll be honest with you, and let's 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 just talk about this like. This is a very me episode this week, like, but I guess I don't really have a ton of other things to talk about. We'll get, we'll get to, um, we'll get to a fortune cookie at some point. I still got another four minutes to kill until I can do a fortune cookie and feel good about it. (laughs) Um, um, but yeah, I feel like something in the last like two years I've found is that like, I really don't care that much about most video game drama. And I realize there sometimes there are things peppered out in there that is like worth like worth caring about, um, but. I'm not like if, if it's ever if there's everything anything that's like worth caring about to talk about like labor laws and stuff like that I'm not educated enough to talk about that I'm a dude who talks about video games <laughs> like and and it's it's very difficult for me to take people who talk about video games seriously when they're like I'm gonna talk about politics now I'm like that's fine do what you want to do I can't do that <laughs> so I think a lot of like I've 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 developed a lot of indifference to any kind of video game drama stuff. (laughs) So I don't know. I just like talking about video games. Um, and I think you'll kind of when I do when I have my mighty number nine video out, mighty number nine video is pretty much done. You'll kind of see my indifference to the stuff that happened during that. Like I get it, especially since you know you know end users who were affected by the Kickstarter stuff. But I'm just like, but I don't really care. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to sit there and throw my arms in the air about, you know, the Kickstarter project that went bad on a platform that literally is, like, all about, hey, these projects could go bad. Welcome to the video game industry. Sometimes things don't work out. (laughs) Um, um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's something that I sometimes wonder if I should be more, like, cognizant of and pay more attention to. But I just don't. That didn't fill the four minutes I wanted it to, but we're just going to jump right into, let's just jump into a fortune cookie. If if this is your first episode, I'm very sorry. (laughs) Um, um, But the fortune cookie is a segment where basically uh, we open up a random game in my collection. Speaking of which, I may have mentioned this beforehand, um, but I think I'm finally getting my stuff out here um in the near future i got monster hunter world and okay oh, I, I should finish explaining what uh, what they call this fortune cookie is uh but basically i'm i'm finally getting my stuff shipped across country i think so i'm still trying to talk to the person who has it right now but we'll figure it out um so the fortune cookie is essentially just a i pulled a random game out of my collection from the database of my games that i keep uh unfortunately i pulled and then i just try to talk about them fortunately i pulled monster hunter world which i feel like i just talked about in my 2018 article so if you want to hear me talk about monster hunter world a little bit go read my 2018 article uh you know it's great i have no idea what this title is apparently i own it though let's look it up (laughs) it's um ps1 It, it says love para lovely tokyo para para musum oh this is a rhythm game it seemed like a really bad rhythm game I didn't play, I don't know why this is showing up in here, because I have not played that. Oh, okay. Anyways, uh, we're going to skip Love love Para Lovely Tokyo Para Para Musum, although I should sit down and play that at some point. It's, I think, uh, I guess the thing to sum up about that game is that it seems like a game with a cute style, and I think it actually did come out in America at some point, uh, but it has a cute style, but uh, I think the actual rhythm mechanics of the game feel bad uh, but I, I really didn't spend a lot of time with it, so maybe someday I will. Final Fantasy 7. So we got, it took like six pulls to get an actual video game that I've played. Final Fantasy 7 is a very difficult game to talk about for me. Um, the reason being is that I, I played it and I found, and maybe, maybe we won't actually talk about Final Fantasy 7 all that much, but I kind of found this, um, before I was 18, I feel like I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about what made games good or bad. I just was like, I like this video game and I don't like this video game. <laughs> um, um, I was talking to a friend about this recently, with Donkey or Diddy Kong Racing, where uh, basically he was like, how do you feel about Diddy Kong Racing? Is it better than Mario Kart 64? And I'm like, I like Mario Kart 64 better than Mario Kart than diddy kong racing or maybe he just asked how i liked diddy kong racing and i said i like Mar- i like mario kart 64 but more and he's like oh why and i'm like i literally have no idea other than when i was a kid i preferred to play mario kart oh i just punched my mic uh i literally just prefer to play mario kart 64 that's the only thing i can remember about that feeling um so yeah final fantasy 7 is a lot of very general vague memories of things but i don't have a specific feeling about the game i guess in particular it was one of those interesting things where like i i picked it up i, I bought final fantasy 7 and <laughs> we're gonna talk about a fun story um it was one of the first playstation games i owned if not the first playstation game i owned um i got a playstation pretty late as i think final fantasy 8 was already like a greatest hits by that point I'd have to see. Maybe, it, maybe it wasn't. I think my Final Fantasy seven copy is great; it's hits, but my Final Fantasy eight copy is not. Maybe um, anyway. So I so I picked up Final Fantasy seven and had like no concept of of memory cards because I had a Nintendo sixty four and there are memory cards on Nintendo sixty four and I actually was using one at some point. So I guess I had some concept, but I guess I didn't think much about it. And so I'd go to save the game and I'd press the X button on the save, and it would like qu- close out of the menu when you do that. And um, and <laughs> essentially it would just like nothing happened cuz i think it's circle to confirm in that game like a, like most japanese games are but before they started swipping swapping stuff for america um and so i was just like oh it's save because like in nintendo 64 games the save is instantaneous so i didn't think anything of it but uh in 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 playstation games there's almost always like a period of time where it writes to the memory card and I I just kept doing that, and I started the game over probably like four times, because every time I got to a certain point and turned the game off and turned it back on, it was the save file was gone, and I was like immensely confused. Um, and I have no idea how I found out and how I got around that. Um, I probably figured it out because I think at some point I realized that hey, you have to press circle to access any other menu on this menu, like to confirm any other choice. So why would you press X on anything? <laughs> I don't know. I was a dumb kid and very bad at RPGs. Um, Like I was saying earlier, I have a hard time playing a lot of like individual like types of games for long periods of time. And RPGs, even today, give me a lot of trouble where it's like I will get 20 or 30 hours into the game, lose interest and go do something else, then have to come back to the game. That's kind of where I'm at with Valkyria Chronicles 4 right now is I think I got like 15 hours into the game and then I went off and did something else. And now I'm not like interested in going back to it yet, but I want to get back to it. Um, but in the case of Final Fantasy VII, I don't, I didn't really realize at the time that's what I was doing. And so I started the game over like five times, like I'm going to beat this game. Um, and this is separate me starting the game over like five times separate of actually knowing how to save. (laughs) Um, so this, so I have like four or five different save files for Final Fantasy VII. They're all terrible. I spent a lot of time playing Final Fantasy VII running away from battles for some reason. I think I just like didn't want to fight anything ever. And I don't know why I got in that mentality, um, it's just a bad way to play that game. Everything about Final Fantasy VII went pretty bad for me. <laughs> um, um, and I think when I did finally continue the game, like to actually sit down and beat it, I picked my save file that had like all the character names replaced with like Dragon Ball Z character names with the exception of Vincent because I got him after I after I uh, started playing again and was a reasonable person and didn't name, uh, name Cloud Gohan and Tifa Chi Chi, which, you know, that's a weird thing. Especially since uh, Cloud and Tifa like have sex at some point. Like, nope. That's... Nope. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. I don't know. It was... Uh, Final Fantasy VII is just like one of those weird childhood games to me at this point. Where it's just like... It's a vague memory from back then. I have no real strong feelings for or against it. Um, it's just... There. And maybe someday I should play through it again. Um, I have a general feeling about that game. Versus something like... I feel like if I try to sit there and think about my general feelings about Resident Evil, I cram them all so close together that I had a really hard time deciphering how I felt about each game. I think Final Fantasy 7, I still have a general feeling of how I liked the game, at least, so I can more easily be like, "Oh, I think it's like an average Final Fantasy." I think I think I, I have it in like above, a like mid, to, like average to like a little bit above average as a Final Fantasy game for me. But yeah, maybe one day I'll play through it again. I doubt it, but maybe one day I'll play through it again. I guess that's going to be it for this week. It's a it's a sad week this week. It's only 17 minutes and I've struggled so hard to talk about anything. <laughs> um, so uh, the Ghost in the Shell stream stuff should end this week uh, on on Thursday. I think it would probably be like 30 minutes or so, 30, 40 minutes and we'll get through that. I think after that we're going to play some Domino Rally for the Nintendo Wii. I think it's also called Minion Everyday Hero in Europe. Um, so, so we'll go ahead and give that, give that a play. And I think we will skip the quick play stream next week and I will just play Domino Rally cause I want to try to finish Domino Rally. And I think the quick play stream will cut into that time. I hear it's like only an hour and 30 minutes long for it to be Domino Rally. So, so if, uh, you know, goes in the shell, takes about 40 minutes. I think that's probably gives us plenty of time for me to clean up everything, move over consoles and all that stuff. Um, Assuming Ghost in the Shell is that short. Um, and then I think after that, I will go ahead and stream The Quiet Man. Actually, very, very interested in playing The Quiet Man. I know it's got a pretty bad reputation, but uh, I, I really liked what I saw the E3 demo a long time ago. Um, I have not really looked at it since then. I have heard that it is a bad game, but I... No, not not to trust that and only trust my guts and my feelings (laughs) so i will play through the quiet man probably both times we'll probably play both the uh the quiet version and the one with the vocals so I think that'll probably take up like two or three weeks um and then after that I think I'm gonna do spy fiction we'll see how I'm feeling by the time but that that's what I'm I'm feeling and if you don't know what spy fiction is um it's essentially a sweary game so the guy who did like deadly premonition and more recently did that one with like the the lady with the cell phone who like breaks her body apart to, to traverse the environments. Uh, it's that same dude. Uh, I, I've only game I've played from him is extermination for the PlayStation two. Uh, spy fiction is also a PlayStation two game. So, so I want to sit down and play through that. I think that's like a 10 hours or so. So it should, it should last us for a good chunk of time. Um, and I think that's going to be the stream plans. Um, and then I think the plan for videos is going to be the last week of every month for the, for the major videos is what I'm hoping. Um, so I'm 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 currently working to make some YouTube thumbnail stuff. Trying to trying to figure out what I want to do with that. Um, I need a script up. I, I, I won't have a traditional script for it, but I need to make a a general like uh, p- points to hit in my my video. That's like, hey, this channel is changing names. My YouTube channel is changing names. It's gonna be one controller port rather than just a Coolian. Um, so so yeah. Other than that, that's about it. Lost Lost Reaver's quick play stream going up on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm also writing scripts for Castlevania 64 and Gun Gauge, but they're not going so well. I wish they were better. That's it, though. I hope you have a great week. And hopefully there's some news next week to talk about. (laughs) Or I do something of note worth talking about. (laughs) All right. Bye.